Welcome to the Vedanta Ancient Wisdom for Life podcast by Swami Parthasarathy. In this podcast, you will have an opportunity to learn in depth how the ancient philosophy of Vedanta can help you in your day-to-day life and provide you with a clear path to successful living. Be it freedom from stress, success at work, relationships, and above all finding true purpose and fulfillment in life Swami A Parthasarathy is the world authority on Vedanta having spent over 60 years in full time research writing and speaking Today's podcast is about making relationships work including the deep message about the difference between true love and attachment now friends the topic chosen for today is making relationships work now what is this relationships now as long as you live in the world you have to relate to others you have to relate not only to your parents first of all as soon as you're born you got to relate later on to your siblings you got to relate to your partner and subsequently to your own children not to talk about neighbors so all the time you are faced with this dilemma of relating to others and it is how you relate to others that matters but everyone in this classroom believes that if anything has gone wrong it is with that person with it that at particular environment or situation you would you would blame the person you would blame the environment you would blame the situation i can't think of a single person who has a problem and says swami what is wrong with me where have i gone wrong now everything is wrong with everybody except me and yet how you learn this is share relationship how to relate to the world there's nothing wrong with the world it is how you relate to it a person picks up a cigarette and smokes he gets so much pleasure another person detests smoke he can't stand smoke cigarette being the same produces pleasure to one pain to another A man goes to divorce his wife. Another man is desperately waiting to marry the same lady. The lady being the same produces agony to one, ecstasy to another. So I put it to you for your consideration. It's not in the objects, it's not in the being, but how you relate to it. The moment you know how to relate, you have no problem. so what is this relationship 
how does relationship work how does a marriage work any form of marriage the question is like asking what is the use of a knife in the house knife by itself has no meaning it's how you use it you could use a knife to help you to cut the vegetables cut your bread slices whatever it is without knives it is almost impossible to conduct our day to day chores at home recently one person phone free from new york he was cutting he cut his finger he was jumping hard and cut his finger he said swami i am in real trouble uh, so you could cut your finger how do you use the knife is important knife per se has no meaning similarly marriage or relationship has no meaning except how you use it if you use it positively it's a happy marriage if you do not know how to use it properly it becomes an agony you all heard of socrates the great greek philosopher a young man went up to him and said sir i have decided to marry i want your opinion what do you think of marriage he said son by all means get married if you get a good wife you will be very happy if you get a bad one you will become a philosopher <laughs> now you understand how we become philosophers so it's how you use it so therefore how to use your relationship the question is are you using with your mind are you using it with your intellect this is the acid test if you are using if you are relating to others with your mind with your emotion you become impulsive if you are relating with your intellect you become discriminative intellectual so all that you have to relate try and relate with your intellect and not directly by the mind see you must understand the difference between a human being and uh, any other creature no other creature has this problem we have the problem to choose our actions all other creatures have no choice of action a tiger cannot become a vegetarian a cow cannot become a meat eater it has no choice of action is not only eating everything but every human being has this dilemma of choice am i to do this am i to do that am i to do this am i to the constant problem constantly or trouble with this dilemma of choice so how to choose friends one of the how to use the relationship basically it's few things i i i can go on for the rest of the night but i can give you some salient points one is the difference between attachment and love so wherever you relate with attachment which is operating with the mind without the intervention of the intellect 
you get attached. The opposite of attachment is pure love. Rather difficult to understand. It's your problem. Please understand. If you have any problems because of attachment, your problem with your partner is attachment. If your problem with your children is attachment, any form of attachment spells disaster. It's stressful. So the problem is a boy meets a girl, he's attached. Then you raise a family, you're attached. Then you start a business, you're attached to the business. A fanatic attachment. You're bound, mentally bound. You become a slave if you're attached. Then you earn money, you get attached to the money. Then you earn power, you get attached to the power. Then someday you get fed up with all this and say, Chalo yaar, never mind. I'll start a service. You join a service club, Rotary Club, Lions Club. You get attached to that. And that also you get fed up. Any attachment you get fed up. That also, and you get hold of a Swami, you get attached to that fellow. You suffocate him. Any form of attachment is sorrow. It is a law. I can't change it. You can't change it. You've got to understand this. So you've got to practice love instead of attachment. Oliver Goldsmith, a great poet, English poet, says there's no such thing as love. It's all attachment everywhere. And therefore there is suffering. Tremendous suffering. So there's a lady in a car here in Bombay. This happened about 15 years back. I don't know if some of you remember because it reported on all the papers. She was so attached to the, uh, her daughter, only daughter, who was doing the plus two examination. And she was teaching her in the kitchen. She had been teaching her. Neighbors all used to hear screams and screams. And she asked, first question, she failed. Second question, she said, next day was exam. Third question, she failed. She shook a kitchen knife and stabbed her to death. This is attachment. You may say it's terrible. This is extreme case. I can give you any number of cases. This was reported in the papers everywhere. But what is interesting is she was acquitted by the court. So she's not herself. So the home should be the center of your love, not the boundary of your love. So therefore, what is this difference between attachment and love? Love plus selfishness equals attachment. When, when you have a selfish relationship to a person you love, love plus selfishness equals attachment. Attachment minus selfishness is pure love. So all that you got to drop from your relationship is I and mine. My wife, my children, my... Nobody is going to steal your wife. Unnecessarily, why are you declaring my wife, my wife, my... 
my husband, my husband, one look at him, nobody is going to touch him. So why are you uh, hanging on to your husband? So therefore, my children, my children, you see that minus you must drop, not the husband, not the wife, not the children, but that minus. The moment you drop that possessiveness, that there's nothing wrong with possessions, but everything wrong with possessiveness towards your possession. You, simple thing, you got to learn that. Your home should be the center and not the boundary of your affection. You start with the home, no doubt. It's a beautiful feeling. How you feel towards your wife, how your husband, your children, is a beautiful feeling. But it should not be a boundary. It should spread to others. You understand? Okay. Then the, what you have to transform that it's a unilateral selfish attachment. It is preferential attachment must be changed to universal feeling. That's all you have to do. Transform your unilateral passion into universal adoration. If these two you practice, you have everything. There is a poems book. There are about 20 poems not written by me. Number one. They're written by great poets like Wordsworth, Oliver Goldsmith, Robert Browning, Matthew Arnold, you name. I've selected over 250 poems. I've selected about 20. Each one of them is a gem. So it's a small poetry book. It's called Select English Poems. So, I have a little commentary also. I have given two, three paragraphs on each one of them. Those who have children, they do well learn that and teach your children. So, in the last three poems there, one is by William Wordsworth. It's called Laodomia. The other is by Robert Browning called Andrea del Sato. And the third is Sorab and Rustum. First one, Laodomia is a wife's attachment, tremendous attachment to the husband. She loses the husband. Andrea del Sato is a husband's attachment to the wife, loses. Father and son, Sorab and Rustum, they lose each other. Three great poems to explain the devastating effect of attachment and therefore you need to be careful how you relate to it you just got to drop the selfish attitude and the moment you don't there's a problem so that is one of the first things to drop your selfishness from your attachment it turns into pure love so we believe attachment is love. Attachment is loving oneself, not the other person. That is why the moment the other person doesn't cater to you, you drop that person. Swamiji, can you explain what are the signs of attachment? How does one know when one is getting attached? And how does one curtail it? Thank you. The signs of attachment are 
a feeling of missing something. You are not comfortable without it. You are comfortable only when that object of being is with it. In other words, you are dependent upon that. To use a big word, you are not self-sufficient. With reference to that, then you are attached. You are comfortable when the object of being is there. You are not comfortable when the object of being is not there. You are attached. You are happy when the person is around, unhappy when the person is not around. So you become dependent upon that object of being, which is lack of self-sufficiency. You are dependent upon it. Then you are attached to that object of being. These are the signs. How does one know when he is getting attached, dependent? You are not self-sufficient. You can't do without it. Or jump with joy when you have it. You sink with sorrow when you don't have it. Then you're getting attached. You have got attached. How does one curtail the attachment? As far as possible, Stay away from that object and think. Apply your intellect and say, what is this doing to me? I don't want to be a slave. I don't want to be a victim of my drinking or smoking or whatever, or my child. I don't want to be a victim. I don't want to be caught for which you got to step backwards and then think. When you are in it, the thought itself will be immersed in the drink. It's difficult to think while you are in it. So step back a little and then think. Which includes taking guidance from somebody who has, whom you believe can guide was a better intellect. These precautions you take, you slowly be free from that attachment. One word is intellect. I mean, we can get away by saying, you develop the intellect, you'll be all right. But how does the intellect function, we are telling? Thank you, Swamiji, for these incredibly useful guidelines on relationships. You are all invited to tune in to our next podcast, which will further explain how to make relationships work, including the difference between duties and rights and giving versus taking. 
For more information on Swamiji and Vedanta, remember to visit our website vedantaworld.org. Again, that's vedantaworld.org.